0: I think every single person in this locker room is a competitor at the highest level. So, yeah, when you feel as if your back's against the wall, you never have to feel like you got to do it by yourself.
1: Family
2: there believe Under pressure,
3: sacked by Quinn Williams.
1: Right side, right, has got it.
0: You look to your left and your right, you got guys out there with you that, that our whole point is to help each other. This one, the Mims. Be able to go out and, and lead these guys and just to know how hard these guys work and how important it is to them, and then you get that chance to, to lead them. Everything that happened that needed to happen for us, it almost felt like kind of like a sign like get like a second chance almost,
4: Gets extra pushes. Running left.
0: maybe a little extra life breathing in the
3: Welcome to the cockpit, my name's Ryan and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am oh so excited to talk to you boys and girls out there about everything going on with our New York Jets, the quarterback situation, things going on with the championship games, our thoughts on the league in general. Boys and girls, I'm going to do this a little differently than I have the last few weeks. I pinned the uh, call-in instructions to the live chat already i'm only going to be doing this till nine o'clock tonight i have a uh friend who's up from argentina two friends they just got engaged uh so i'm gonna go run over and and have a drink with them in a little bit so you guys get me for an hour uh so it's gonna be fun you guys can hop on in i'll give you guys my quick thoughts i see jake you're already sitting in the green room i'll uh i'll get to you once i i provide my initial thoughts and then we'll, we'll just jump right into it Um, all right. So my biggest fear, you guys saw it earlier, uh, today, two hours ago, I think is when I scheduled that for oddly enough, I had the Brock, I shouldn't say oddly enough, but I had the Brock Purdy video queued up. Uh, I shot it this morning and then the news dropped that he tore the UCL, uh, and it should take about six months recovery time. Now that would put him, I guess if it's February right now, or almost figure the beginning of February, you got to have it maybe surgery in two weeks once the swelling goes down Um, Maybe there's a situation, you know, six weeks from there. It's probably right around the start of the season. So that would be the the earliest to come back. I'm a little surprised. I I guess they didn't mention Tommy John surgery other than the article that I had pulled up um, referring to like UCL injuries and stuff. So maybe he's not out for uh, as long as, you know, could have been with a torn UCL. I don't really know the difference Um, there, but I don't know. That's a big concern. (laughs) If Purdy winds up not being the guy or can't be healthy, I don't know if that Super Bowl caliber team, just like the Jets, that we kind of consider ourselves as is going to roll with Trey Lance as like their number one guy. If Purdy can't go, that's my my main thing. So does that mean I don't think Jimmy G would stay there? I think he's going to test free agency. They've been trying to get rid of him for two years, so I would think he's still out either way. But I think it might open the door for for Tom Brady, which then creates a cascading level of concern based on where other quarterbacks may go. Um, Then you got the the Quinn and Williams stuff, the tweet that went out saying, oh, now you know how I feel with no offense or something along those lines. Not the best thing to say out loud in tweet form, but he's not lying, right? Like our offense has been absolutely abysmal since he's been drafted, so he's not wrong. It's just one of those things like, well, it'd be nice if you just didn't say anything. (laughs) Did your mother teach you right? If you don't have something nice to say, you don't say it at all. I don't think this is gonna impact any kind of money that he's gonna get or anything like that. But I, I would say it definitely makes them scratch their head a little bit more. Who knows? All right. Uh you know what? Let's uh let's go. I'm just gonna hop right into into calls. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw Jake in here. So uh Jake, welcome to the cockpit. Good evening, man, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. I'm hanging in there. How are you doing tonight?
5: I'm pretty busy, man. I've had a busy day at work and uh, running a new business, but that's you know, life. whats what it is. Oh, very cool. What's on your mind? Um, well, first I'm confused. Why are we talking about Brock Purdy again?
3: Uh, I was just talking about the uh the quarterback situation. If Brock Purdy needed Tommy John surgery with the torn UCL generally means a year out it looks like he's only going to be six months out but the fear was would yeah, san francisco he's
5: going to be out for a year plus that's there's no way he's coming back in six months and medically that takes a year mm-hmm. plus that's like in for like mlb pitchers these mm-hmm. guys come back and then when they come back they're mm-hmm. still not the same player so they're they're moving. I don't I story.
3: haven't heard the term Tommy John with him other than the one article. So maybe there's something else. Rappaport's tweet said six months. So that's why that's why I was surprised. But basically, if he's not starting, that then changes the quarterback situation because now the 49ers and I mean I guess the Dolphins are still rolling with two but the 49ers, I would think, would be the top option for a quarterback.
5: Oh, Brady's going home. It's like mm. LeBron I'm coming home. It's yeah, Brady's going back to the Niners. I oh, was sorry. He's going to the Niners. His family's there. He's divorced now. They've got mm-hmm. a stacked roster. The division's not great. The Rams are screwed. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a no-brainer at this point if they're going to go with Brady. They, they, and they can't afford Rodgers anyway, so that's why I still – I'm still – listen, I, I've been saying this from the beginning, and I'm going to keep mm-hmm. saying it. Uh, we are halfway through the dream offseason. We got Hackett. I'm just waiting for Rodgers to come here, and I mm-hmm. am ecstatic because people – let's be frank here – and someone on twitter wrote this last night i think it was so spot on if you really think Derek carr was going into that game and beating either of those two quarterbacks i think you're beyond insane to think that was going to happen so we can entertain carl we want lamar's going to go to atlanta they want to relive the michael vick days i i don't see how rogers doesn't come here i really and i think the point is is that jd's not going to get fleeced you know he doesn't get fleeced in trades. I can I can see him finagling a deal where he may say, I might do um, a second rounder and a conditional second round pick next year. I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to cost two first round picks. I actually think they're going to get a better deal than you think.
3: Yeah, I don't think it's going to cost the two firsts. I think it's probably a second this year and a conditional pick next year. My fear is that now all of a sudden Vegas might become kind of attractive. If Rodgers wants to try and win a Super Bowl in a city that's never won a Super Bowl before, that's hosting the Super Bowl and wants to play with Devontae Adams again, maybe he goes that direction. But I don't think he necessarily wants to learn a new offense with McDaniels. Like I think now if the Brady if Brady's going to the 49ers, I think now maybe you shift Jimmy G to Vegas. But I could see a, you know, a situation where Rodgers ends up there as well.
5: Who's to say Devontae doesn't want to leave? That's I mean, true. That's speculation. He still may want to leave. Why does he want to deal with McDaniels? Look at Brandon Marshall. He wanted to leave when mm-hmm. he was with McDaniels. Also, something to think about.
3: Yeah, no, it definitely is. It's uh, it's something they can definitely change. Uh, you know, their opinion on as they go. I I thought I saw something with Devonta Adams saying like if the if they were to have go with a veteran quarterback like a Brady, he would stay there. I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is. <laughs> It's the the thing that makes Devontae Adams happy. I would think it's Rodgers or Brady. And then after that, are you dealing with a rookie at number seven? You probably are.
5: I mean, look, I, I, I think every single
0: person in this locker room is a competitor at the highest level.
3: Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. like, I forgot was, to switch it was, that. It like, what, it like, it's like, like wait a second, type? I've already seen that.
5: Uh,
3: um, but Jake... Yeah. Uh, Any
5: last yeah, thoughts? Here? I, I, look, I, I think I made my point clear. I, I just look I think the Bra I think the Purdy thing does complicate the Brady speculation, but mm. I think if Brady had a choice as much as he loves McDaniels, I think the Niners sound too tempting right now. I think based on their how close they were. Like they mm-hmm. just need a stable quarterback. And if they I think they can go back, they could go to the Super Bowl next year with Brady. I do. I actually believe it.
3: I completely agree with you. Jake, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Uh lima bean we got lima bean up next and then we got kevin on deck kevin uh would you be down to pop on video wise give me a shake head shake yes or no or would you prefer just the voice okay cool um all right we got lima bean up next lima bean how you doing brother welcome to the cockpit
6: i'm doing doing pretty good man i i gotta say like with everything that's happening i feel like if we don't get rogers it's gonna be a disappointment even if we do get Carr, because like yeah, with Carr, it'll be a much better with what we've gotten recently and we'd mm-hmm. be relevant. But I just feel like we'd be like the Kirk Cousins-Vikings situation where, like, we'll be good but not great. And I know we use that 2015, like, Broncos team as a reference point. Like, you could still win, but you need everything to go right. Like, everything mm-hmm. has to go right. And, that's just... and that being said, like, a down year from Aaron Rodgers is an average year from Derek Carr. Like, that's, like, it's just kind of – I don't know. Like, I just feel like – like aaron Rodgers would be the perfect bridge quarterback to get and like we would be great for the first couple of years and then either he teaches wilson or we get another quarterback in the future but i also don't think we're hampering our future because it's like all right we get up like the first or second round pick or whatever it is for the year build out this core but then as the drafts keep coming on we'll keep adding in more players if jd does his thing like mm-hmm. um i don't know i just i feel like we got it all beyond Rodgers, and the only thing that stands in our way besides like, you know, the options of getting him is health. Like, I, we need this team to stay healthy. It's just pretty much like, I'm afraid that if we do get Aaron Rodgers, New England's going to try to take out his knee or something to like end our whole entire season. So,
5: but, yeah. Yeah.
3: Dude, I, I I definitely feel like we should be all in on Rodgers. And like our previous caller, Jake, just said, he's like, if you watch the games last night and you see Pat Mahomes and you see uh, Trevor Burrow, or Trevor, Trevor Burrow, Joe Burrow, are you going to win with Derek Carr? I, I do think you can win with Derek Carr, but Aaron Rodgers, that's the argument for him, right? Like, and it does, it would feel disappointing but, if we didn't wind up getting him at this point because we've all just hyped ourselves up so much. He
6: just won two MVPs, like, before this year. It's not like he won it, mm-hmm. like, eons ago, you know? Like, like i he still has gas left in the tank, and it's just, you know, and then maybe there's, like, that hopeful, stupid part of me that's saying, like, hey, maybe Zach Wilson can turn around because he did say in an interview he's going to give the guy hell. I can I would love to see Zach Wilson going at Aaron Rodgers at practice, trying to like one up him. It's like, you never know. But if not, like, just they have a relationship. But like th- mm-hmm. that being said, like it's just they, yeah. I think we need Rodgers. Just make sure when we get to eight and three, like his arm is okay, mm-hmm. and that's all. Like, like you want to know something funny? Like
2: mm-hmm.
6: the I think I was more heartbroken by Wilson's performance this year because he was the first Jet uniform I got since mm-hmm. Brett Favre because I waited oh. a long time. <laughs> I was like, this has to be it. This has to be it. Like, we can't fuck this up this too many times. Like, you know, because I was already heartbroken with the whole Trevor Lawrence situation. So, like, it's just, like, we can't, like, so, like, no, we just get Aaron Rodgers. I'll I'll get that jersey. We'll come full circle. Like, it's just, I'll get the Madden cover, too. Like, it'll
3: be great. We're going to get hard knocks. We're going to get all the primetime games. It's going to be awesome. That's what's going to happen. Rodgers, come here.
6: We could destroy all the teams. Like, like, you know, all if you saw the AFC Championship games and the NFC ones, you need a guy like him. It's just, I, we can't do the ground and pound and playing defense. Like, I know people want to draft defensive mm-hmm. tackle and safeties. Like, this is an offensive league. Like, it's, yes, we need defense. I'm not trying to take away from that, but, like, I'm just so sick of, like, the Jets win via defense. Like, we can't do this anymore. Like, we've done it. Doesn't that work. is
3: fair, Lima Bean, but you know what time it is? Chicken. It is time. For the chicken is back! are out of here! <laughs> Oh, uh, I love launching the chicken. I forgot I added him back in here. All right. I've got a special game for us hopping on right now. I'm not going to do the timer, uh, but I got the Buffalo Jeff. What's up, dude? <laughs> I, I'm on my phone. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. I can see you just fine. Thank you for hopping on, brother.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's going on, man? Um, dude, I feel like, it's gotten to the point where I'm going to be disappointed if we don't get Aaron Rodgers. I don't know how I'd, I've done this to myself, but that's how I really feel, man. Uh, I, I completely agree with what the last caller said, by the way. Watching the – I feel like if we were in the NFC, it'd be easier mm-hmm. to sell myself on Carr. You know, you build up the mm-hmm. team, then you you can go compete with uh, Philly and, uh, and San Fran. But watching Burrow and Mahomes and Josh Allen go out, it, it's like, dude, uh, as much as I like Carr, I think he's underrated. If we get him, so be it. Mm-hmm. But I think you got to – you know, two years and you try and win a ring and then you figure it out from there. I think I want to get your opinion on this because
3: mm-hmm.
0: I think it's been a little bit overstated that one guy is uh, a long-term solution in car, and one guy mm-hmm. is a rental. Where, I mean, with Carr, okay, you, you bring in Derek Carr. By the time he's 35, we're going to be looking to draft a quarterback and replace him anyway. So you're really talking two years versus four years. Eventually, you're going to have to go ahead and get your franchise quarterback In The draft so if we're just throwing a band-aid on it, I would rather a band-aid that really Gives you a shot to win the Super Bowl. Are we a Super Bowl favorite? No, but you're telling me we can't go into uh, Buffalo with Aaron Rodgers and and beat them in the playoffs and you're telling me Our defense can't hang with some of these teams that we watched this weekend. So that's where I'm at with it, but Let's say hypothetically for you Ryan if it does cost Mm -hmm. two first-round picks for Rodgers um, or you could get Derek Carr for like a mid round pick. At what mm-hmm. point does the cost for Rogers become too prohibitive that you mm-hmm. just say it's too much. We'll go with Carr.
3: So I think you kind of hit it on the head there. I would, I would do the two first, but that second first would have to be conditional. I would give up 13 because the thought is probably you're going to get his left tackle from green Bay. Um, you could even, I mean, if you wanted to facilitate that in the trade, like, Hey, we're going <laughs> to, you know, get him in the, in the whole thing. Cause I think they're going to cut him. He's like, a 28 million dollar cap hit this year um wow. but then i would say the second one should be conditional similar to the Favre trade where it was like i believe it was a third as the baseline a second if we made the playoffs and a first if we got to the super bowl so jets make the playoffs totally cool giving up two seconds uh, or a first and second you know i think based on how many teams are i think going to be in on rogers i think you can get him for a second because there's You know, two years and taking a sixty million dollar dead cap hit in twenty twenty five—that's a lot of money that some teams may not be able to take on. I don't know. For me, I would do the two first if my back was against the wall, especially if I'm Joe Douglas or Salah. Like, you're not going to be here to spend the money or the draft picks if you don't hit it out of the park this season. That's kind of my like. That was my fear with Lamar. Like, if they thought they had a shot at Lamar because Rodgers and Carr and all that other stuff wouldn't work out, why wouldn't you throw the like all the picks and all the money? Because you're not going to be here otherwise if you don't win.
0: Yeah, I think that's part of it that's a little bit understated. As fans, mm-hmm. we have the luxury to be more patient because mm-hmm. we're going to be Jeff fans the rest of our lives. But Salah and J.D., it, it's crazy because I think Joe Douglas is maybe the best GM we've ever had. But mm-hmm. in saying that, if they don't solve the quarterback position, I also think he could lose his job in a year. Like uh, it's, yep. it's crazy to say that. and would, That would really bum me out because I really like J.D. But at the end of the day, the quarterback position has been – pretty mismanaged i think they're gonna take a swing i think they're gonna they're gonna go big but all right man i just wanted to get your two cents on that
3: pop in appreciate you taking the time but uh i can't just leave i gotta be
0: ejected you gotta eject. oh i got that
3: don't you uh oh hold on let me i might have to go back to the other screen real quick i don't know if i can eject from here let me (laughs) let me let me me give it a shot can i get the ah! (laughs) (laughs) The chicken goes across thank you so much for hopping on brother i'll talk to you later okay man (laughs) guys that was kevin the buffalo jet fan ah Always good to have him on. I saw him pop into the little interview panel over here and I was like, oh, <laughs> this is going to be fun. No one knows he's hopping on. Um, all right. I saw Blitz Crew sent in a chat. Let me pull that up fast. Let's see what he's talking about here. Blitz Crew says, in your worst case scenario, uh, let's see what did you see. In your worst case scenario, sadly, uh, would gamble on Jordan Love. So, what Blitz Crew is talking about is the video I released uh, a little earlier today where I had my worst-case scenario. So Brock Purdy gets injured. You have Brady go to the 49ers. You have Rodgers. I think I had Rodgers staying in Green Bay. Let's let's adjust that to Green Bay. Uh, Rodgers going to Vegas. So now you get Rodgers to Vegas. You have Brady to San Fran. Carr, I could see him getting traded for like a mid- middle round pick or something like that to go to the nfc to to go to carolina even if he is a free agent i could see carolina being the landing spot that division wide open totally wide open so now those are the big three that are gone and now you have jimmy garoppolo and you're thinking okay you know is there a situation he goes to tennessee does Tannehill wind up being you know the option the jets could go with oh god we need to get rogers so i don't have to keep thinking this way (laughs) But yeah, Jordan Love. In the event that Rogers stays in Green Bay, I think Love's an option. But I think Love might be more of an option for a team like Atlanta if they don't land. Um, oh well, maybe not because I guess that's an NFC team. I don't know. I, w- I would I would look at Love. I don't know what it would cost to to try and trade for him. Um, I just hope we get. I hope we get Rogers because I don't think Douglas is going to risk his uh, job with Jordan Love, I don't think, which, you know, I think is probably pretty smart. Uh, Mr. Green Jeans says, it would be poetic justice if Andy Reid beats the team that fired him. He's still the winningest coach in Philly history in the Super Bowl, then does a mic drop and retires. There's no way Andy Reid should retire. He is arguably the best coach, if not, you know, top two, three, whatever coaches in the league right now. Um, Guy's absolutely incredible. And if I were him, I would ride out this Patrick Mahomes train as long as I can (laughs) and get as many wins as you can. He's going to go up all the way, you know, he's going to be high up there. He has a ton of wins from his time in Philadelphia, and he's going to win even more with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. Uh, Let's see. Chris Murphy says, doesn't the 2025 and 2026 dead cap money from the Rogers trade mean you can't resign sign Saucer Garrett Wilson? No, it doesn't. Um, so the nice thing about the Rogers dead money, it's $60 million in dead cap. So it could hit you all 60 million in 2025, or you can split it up 30 million and 30 million 2025 and 2026. Um, that would require Rogers retiring like June 2nd or something like that. That's not not crazy. I believe we asked Curtis Martin to do something similar because of his cap hit back in the day. Um, but would it affect us? Um if you pushed it to 2026, it I mean, maybe a little bit. Um, I don't think so, though. I would I would rather it all hit in 2025 and just kind of have that season as like the uh oh. <laughs> you know, just clear it all out now. Um for me, when you're looking at when you're looking at 2025, that means you're signing the 2021 draft class that were not first round picks. Um, They're going into their final, year. 21, 22, 23, 24, sorry, the first round pick. So you're, you're, you're going into the fifth year option of AVT, the fifth year option of Zach Wilson in 2025. Um, I would imagine if you go with Aaron Rodgers, you're probably... I would think letting Beckton or letting Elijah Moore maybe walk in 2025 and trying to recoup some comp picks um, in that situation. But you'd be paying the guys for the fifth-year option. So uh, AVT would get his money, but the cap hits wouldn't really be monstrous until – I shouldn't say monstrous, but be overly big until 2026. Uh, Sauce and Garrett Wilson, they would be 2027 would be when their bigger cap hits come on because 2026 would be their fifth year uh, option year. Now, you're, you're going to sign them earlier because they're going to, you know, Sauce is going to be an all pro. He might be defensive and overall rookie of the year and whatever out, other accolades he gets over these next few years. Um, but it would work its way into like an extension where you don't have all the big cap hits until after Rodgers is clear and off the books. And at that point you're rolling with a fifth year, Zach Wilson, or you're drafting a quarterback high. I would prefer to roll with Zach Wilson in 2025. I think call it kind of a forget it year. And then if he does well, great. If he doesn't do well, then we're going to have some recouped picks from letting possibly Mackay and Elijah Moore go. And then if Zach doesn't work out, I think you could kind of see where it winds up going and you wind up having a pretty high pick. Um, and then you wind up drafting a quarterback, maybe from there. I don't know. Uh, but it won't won't affect you trying to re-sign guys. Um, 1189 Paris says, Salah being buddy-buddy with his players bothers me. I want an in-your-face coach like Brian Dable or Bill Parcells if they can't get Sean Payton. I mean, we're definitely not getting Sean Payton. Sean Payton's going to wind up leaving uh, or not coaching this year. I think he's going to try and get uh, the kid from USC next year as the first pick. That would be my guess. Um I would say there's a little bit of accountability that bothers me with with Salah and the players. Um, Quinnen tweeting out that thing about like, oh, there's no offense. Like you would hope he would have thought about accountability before sending that tweet. The fact that he felt he could just send it out is slightly concerning. Um, And I don't want to like try to put restraints on players, but like I want them to think before they do something. And the Quinnen thing just kind of irritated me a little bit. Um, But then you have like Elijah Moore sounding off not ideal, but if it got heated with LaFleur, I I don't know. There was enough like weird kind of stuff that happened. I can understand people that are frustrated with like the team wearing the Mike white t-shirts. That doesn't look great from like uh cohesion kind of standpoint. It's nice for like the raw, raw mentality of, of potentially a playoff run that we were hoping for. But as far as, um, you know, maybe damaging your young quarterback, maybe not the best. Um, so yeah, being buddy, buddy, maybe a little bit, but I think, because he's buddy-buddy, we probably have had the guys like Quan Alexander and some other players sign here because of that. Um, Robocop says, I would love to get Rodgers, but I think it's unlikely. He'll choose a team that can cement his legacy. Following in Favre's footsteps is not it. He's a mercurial guy. Um I would argue that if he comes to New York and he wins a Super Bowl, or even gets us to the playoffs, he will have surpassed Favre at least in the eyes of Jet fans. Favre was eight and three. We were number one in the AFC at the time. He tore his biceps, and then we wind up, you know, spiraling out of control. We lost, however, many of the last, however many were there, uh, and then you know the rest of the story. He winds up going to Minnesota the next year and having a phenomenal season. So if you think you get, you could have gotten two really great years out of Favre. I think you can get two really great years out of Rodgers. I mean, you're considering his bad year last year as like what we're hoping to get from Derek Carr. Um, do I think it's unlikely? Put it this way. Aaron Rodgers, what does Aaron Rodgers have to do to cement his legacy? What what would what would do more? Winning a Super Bowl in any other city. So he has two in his career. Does that really move the needle? is breaking a 50-year drought for the New York Jets in the biggest city in the country. I think that's the win. I think that cements his legacy. He wins a Super Bowl here. I mean, look, he's forever going to be one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Four and one touchdown interception ratio, but winning a Super Bowl in New York, whatever quarterback does end up doing that for the Jets, they're going to build a uh, uh, a statue out front of them. (laughs) They're going to have a parade for the guy. It's going to be incredible. Uh, let's see, we've got Duncan here. Duncan says, cap hits for Rodgers. If we keep him for two years, it would be 15 million in 2023, 32.5 in 2024. And then if you had him in 2025 and 2026, it would be 51 and 54 million. Those are not, I mean, they're, that's accurate, but the money that Rodgers would be getting in those final two years are like, it's like $20 million a year, those final two years. So he's not gonna play on those final two. Those are Those are dummy years in the contract. So it's really only a two-year deal, unless you wanted to renegotiate. So that that 2025 cap hit is going to wind up being 60 million dollars in dead cap. Um, but yes, those are those are accurate figures. Um, all right, we got Joe. Joe, hopping in. Joe, how you doing tonight? Hey Ryan, how are you? I'm hanging in there. What's uh, what's on your mind?
4: I'll tell you. You know, I want to get Aaron Rodgers. Not mm-hmm. only will he do well for us and get us into the playoffs and possibly go far, mm-hmm. I think a big factor for me is that he could be a mentor to Zach Wilson.
3: Yeah. Well, you that's got to be the biggest thing, right? Well, I shouldn't say it's the biggest thing. The biggest thing is you have a Super Bowl roster now. Let's go win a ring with the benefit of, oh, hey – He's also Zach's idol and you might be able to reclaim that number two pick that you just blew on like the worst quarterback for the past two years. That's the benefit. That's a huge benefit that is not even something that – not that we shouldn't consider it. But like the Super Bowl, that's the, – the, the Super Bowl for the two years, that's the the golden goose. <laughs> that's what I want. The yeah. whole Zach thing is, is is gravy for me. That's bonus.
4: I mean it seems like all the signs are pointed to that because
3: mm-hmm. they,
4: they got Hackett. You know, mm-hmm. who I think is, in my opinion, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of experience. I think it's a good move, but mm-hmm. honestly, he doesn't have a great track record. You know, when no, you look at I him, mean, in
3: well, so what quarterbacks has he had to work with? Because when you look at his time in Buffalo, I want to say that was EJ Manuel, if I have my years correct there. And then when he goes to Jacksonville, that's Blake Bortles. I wouldn't consider either of those quarterbacks very good. Aaron Rodgers, you know, one of the best of all time and then when he goes to denver that's where the confusion for me happens because how much of that is on hackett and how much of that is on russell wilson because of the two things we saw aaron Rodgers have a down year without hackett we saw seattle ball out without russell wilson like i to me there's like a a weird like well russ kind of stinks and like there's far more money invested into russ where they have to kind of switch the coach and try to get it to work. Basically the same situation we were in with, with LaFleur where it's like, well, we like LaFleur, but we have so much invested in Zach. We got to can LaFleur. Same ish idea.
4: You know, one thing I'm getting a, a vibe. Mm -hmm. I like Robert Sala. I think he's a good coach Mm -hmm. and it's possible he could get us to the playoffs. But Mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you, Ryan. I don't, I don't know, man, if he's the man that's going to get us to the Super Bowl. I think there is some worry about him being buddy-buddies with mm. uh, his players. And a lot of coaches that win Super Bowls, maybe some besides Pete Carroll, mm. none of them are buddy-buddies with their players.
3: I would say McVay seemed like it. Um, mm. he, he looks like he pals around with his guys. Um, Belichick maybe. skews that whole thing a lot. Yeah. Coughlin obviously skews it a lot. Andy Tomlin Reed does wouldn't read. Yeah. Read, read. I mean, read, read pals around with his team. He's just maybe, a, you know, not quite as I mean, buddy, buddy as like a Rex Ryan, but he's still, I would consider him like a player's coach. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't McDermott, mind him being buddy, McDermott buddy. Does? As long as my big concern with Salah is the accountability factor. As long as you're holding players accountable in the locker room and they kind of know, Hey, these are the rules we got to follow them, which, I don't nah. feel 100% confident on right now. I'm not going to lie. But I do like Sal. I think this is the first time we've had a team where people have wanted to come here in a long time. And Buffalo Jet fans said it before. I really think that, you know, Joe Douglas is our best GM we've ever had. Even though he's missed on the quarterback to this point and the offensive yeah. line has kind of been in shambles, I do think he has done, you know, better overall. And him with Sal, I think, is a pretty, pretty solid tandem.
4: I like Joe Douglas. I think he's a good general manager. It's unfortunate Mm -hmm. if he did get canned. It's not because he didn't do a good job in the draft or free agency putting this team together. It's just the quarterback situation that hurt him. It's Mm -hmm. not Joe Douglas. He has the ability to be a very good GM. It's just, as we know, you need a quarterback really to win.
3: Yeah, no, 100%. Joe, thank you so much for the call. You have been (laughs) ejected from the cockpit. Ah, gotta love that. Uh, I saw the NY bully come in with the chat. Where is he? Um, Joe sounds just like Peter Griffin. How is he not a Pats fan? That's really funny. I... <laughs> Joe, next time you call in, you gotta have a Peter Griffin impersonation. Now that he's saying it, I could I could see it. I could put like a little Peter, Peter Griffin icon up and... <laughs> just make like the, if you could do the laugh of Peter Griffin, that would probably get it. The, that would do it. Ah, look at Stephen Dawson there. He says, y'all love to hear yourself talk. I swear. Don't know if he's talking about me or the the guys in the chat. I think he's talking about the guys in the chat, but I do love hearing myself talk. (laughs) That is, I love the sound of my voice. I wouldn't shut up uh, as a kid and I don't shut up now. And it's wonderful. Uh, what else are you guys talking about? Harlan says coaches should be like a Lombardi or a Landry. Treat players equally like dogs. Uh, well, I think you should, you should treat your players like men. They're grown men. They're not, they're not kids. They're not, you know, treat them with respect. Everyone else wants to be treated. I think that's the way you, you got to do it. Um, all right. We got Vinny, Vinny hopping in. How <laughs> you doing, Vinny?
7: I'm doing fine. How are you?
3: Oh, not too bad. I'm hanging in there. How are you doing on this fine night? What are you? What's on your mind?
7: Oh, you know, i was looking at the. Oh, i just. just like I, I. was. Um, I think I was, I was listening to. I want Another one. It was Jake was talking about. It. Apparently, I saw this. It was a podcast on the Ringer that, with Peter Schrager, and it said apparently, the guy hosting the podcast. Apparently, his sources are telling him that Rogers is all but set in stone.
3: Oh, that makes me feel good. I like
7: seeing They're that. Not- <laughs> I, I just want
3: i want Rodgers to come here so I can just be like, ah, quarterback is... I, I'll say it. Quarterback's figured out. You get Aaron Rodgers. He's been healthy the last five years. If me saying this, <laughs> jinx as that, I hate that. I'm going to be so upset. I'm just going to cry. I'm going to curl up in a corner. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I just want to yeah, be I healthy. I want a quarterback for 17
7: games plus playoffs. Oh, well, I, I know you feel like... The thing is, what what amazes me is that I'm online like looking at all this Rogers moving stuff and then yeah the teams that think somehow that, that that they think that they're legitimately in the mix mm. like like you see online you see Raiders fans thinking like they have a legitimate shot. I think <laughs> they, just, they do. <laughs> I mean, with, if if Brady
3: goes to San Francisco, I, you got to think Rogers would like be eyeing with, Bob,
7: with, with that mediocre defense.
3: It's a mediocre defense, sure, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. I If I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers twice a year. You gotta play Mahomes twice a year. Like I get that going to the AFC in general is gonna suck. I think the the Jets are a better option because I don't think Mac Jones scares anyone. I think Tua, you're kind of like I don't know if he's gonna stay healthy. And the Jets have beaten Josh Allen, and Buffalo. I'm not as afraid of Allen as I was. I still think he can dominate a game, but he can cause that critical mistake that I don't expect Burrow or Mahomes to make.
7: Um, if that makes sense. Like I said, yeah, I, no, I agree. And like I said, if you're, I said the thing is. You have a top five defense. You don't have to. You don't have to do all the heavy lifting. Remember mm-hmm. early in his career, like was, what was it, 2011? They had the when he won his first MVP. They had like the worst defense in football. They mm-hmm. were like the worst in football, and that's why they lost that NFC team. Is why they lost the Giants.
3: Well, you get one of you get Aaron Rodgers here. This defense is going to get so much better, too, because there was a run of time where we were just playing from behind, like the entire like the whole back half of the season. If you score points at the beginning part of the game and now you allow your pass rushers to tee off and you let your ball hawk corners like generate interceptions based on the, the pressure created by your front floor. That to me is the exciting part of having an offense that clicks. And if you can get Rodgers thrown for like thirty five touchdowns and ten interceptions, Jets are going to be in a really good spot next year.
7: Oh, no, I agree completely. I mean, like, I think I, I see with these quarterbacks, I see, like, Carr, you're probably looking at your is 10 to 11 wins. I think with Rodgers, you're 12-plus.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think that's probably right. I think Carr, to me, fits right in that that narrative of where we were hoping we'd be at the end of this year, that 10-win kind of season. Maybe it breaks the right way. You get the 11th win um the nice thing with rogers i guess you don't have that concern with the cold weather i don't have the concern with car in the cold weather but i know i know you don't either we've, we've had this discussion before but at least with rogers it's like the dude's been playing in green bay <laughs> for 20 years like we're good <laughs> we've got him
7: no i agree completely all right Vinny. Well, love you brother you've been
3: ejected I from the cockpit uh always good with fee man Bear advanced speed waxing in skincare. Don't be too fast; that might hurt. Uh, <laughs> when Tampa replaced Dungy with Gruden, um, what are you talking about? Is there something that I missed? Um, now I'm I'm confused. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're talking about. Uh, when Tampa replaced. Dungy with Gruden. Was I talking about something else that triggered that? Let me know, because I'm i I'm a little perplexed on where you're at on this one. Um, I don't know. Let's see. When Tampa replaced Dungy with Gruden, they traded, what was it, two first round picks for Gruden? I think that's what it was from the Raiders, and then Tampa wound up winning the next year. Let's see what does webb say webb says question how the hell do you tell your quarterback who you drafted second in the draft to play boring football tremendous mistake by sally you think peterson told lawrence to play boring football i don't think so um no i think if they told zach to play boring football i think it's because they probably don't have faith in him and they've probably already seen enough of him um I don't think Lawrence was tasked with that. I, I would imagine Zach was told, hey, we got to focus on turnovers. Make sure you're not turning the ball over. Ball security is what you have to worry about. And by focusing on ball security, it kind of clipped his own wings. I think. I would have liked to see more RPOs with Zach. I hope that's kind of where we're headed with a with a Rodgers situation because I think Rodgers can do the same thing. Not that you're having Rodgers run, but kind of read the, the D end or the linebacker that's, that's crashing in and play from there. I, uh... I don't know. Um, not not the best if they told him to be bad. Uh, oh, Johnny Bravo. He's saying you were talking about players' coaches, talking about uh, when Tampa replaced Dungy with Gruden. Yeah, I mean, I guess they went like a players' coach in Dungy to a not <laughs> in in, uh, in Gruden, because Gruden's a hard-ass. Um yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. We got Ramsey hopping in. Ramsey, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you, man? What's up? I'm hanging in there. What's on your mind?
4: Well, I'm just thinking to myself, like, I think it's Aaron Rodgers or Boston. Man. Mm-hmm. I don't think Lamar is, is plausible.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, and like this other guy we mentioned, like, Goro and all these other guys in the AC, I don't think Carr does
3: like
4: going head to head one of those guys and I just have no
0: confidence
6: that
3: Carr is going to Yeah. I think that is a totally fair argument. I think if you can get Rodgers you have to because of the level of quarterback play that he's going to provide to you. It's just so astronomically higher than than anything that we've witnessed from Carr to this point. Um, it's not to say Carr can't do it, but there's more of a gamble there. It's almost like the Kirk Cousins style thing as opposed to the Aaron Rodgers closer to maybe a, a Peyton Manning style of uh, transaction, kind of, almost. How many How
6: many years do you think uh, Aaron Rodgers can
4: continue to like, play at that time? He's like, see Brady, he's like 45
3: now. Yeah, I mean, if you play two years and Rodgers says, I'm good, I'm going to keep going, extend him, figure it out. I mean, I'm, I'm good with that. I I'm planning on it being two years and him being done. The fact that he's contemplated retirement for three years, I don't think you could drag this out for another two beyond that. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe he could, but I would think he's probably tapped out after two years. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I, if he does well and he wants to play here, then maybe we work something out. If we have seen enough from Zach behind the scenes and we want to say, okay, Hey, you know, we just kind of got to see what we have in the twenty-four-year-old or whatever he is at that point in time. I can respect that decision as well. Um, it's kind of where the where the Packers are with with love right now. Um, they're in that same sort of wheelhouse. What was that? Can you talk up a little bit? I don't. I'm having a trouble hearing you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you.
4: What do you think is like the absolute most we should give up for Rodgers and like draft capital?
3: I think for me, it's, it's the two firsts and it's, it's, I wouldn't offer the two first straight up. If that were the case, my, I guess where you'd have to offer your first this year is if a team behind you is offering their first. Um, so if you think the Colts might offer maybe their second, which is above our second, then, you know, you have to throw something else. in. I would do our first this year, provided they send us back to Ari as well. And we restructure his contract so that way we get the left tackle and the quarterback that we, you know, can kind of pair them together. And then I would do the the first round pick next year, provided we get to the Super Bowl. If you get to the playoffs, I would make it a second round pick. If it's just, you know, hey Rodgers decides to retire, it's a a third round pick next year. Um, but I don't think you'll have to give up a straight up two firsts to to get him. What about you? Where, where are you kind of falling on this?
2: Uh, I'm for
4: that. I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. Like, mm-hmm. a pick is just a chance that a guy's good. And mm-hmm. we've hit we've on the picks. But at the end of the day, it's a gamble. Like, we know what mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is. Like, give up a couple picks. We um, have the talent. Yeah, I mean, what
3: happens if those picks turn out to be uh, Makai Becton and Denzel Mims or something like that, or Makai Becton and Zach Wilson. And you're like, oh, well, we could have had Aaron Rodgers for that. (laughs) Like, shit. Like, get the proven commodity. I completely agree with you. Ramsey, thank you so much for the call, You have been (laughs) ejected from the cockpit. Uh, Brian and then Arizona Jet. I'm gonna get to you guys in just a second. Sky C sent in a very, very generous super chat. I wanna speak on this real quick and then we'll we'll get back to the calls. I'm gonna continue this until nine o'clock and then I'm hopping off, guys. Sky C says, Hey, Ryan, this is a thank you tip for all the content from this past season. Wow. Thank you. That's the incredibly generous. You did not have to do that, but it's very, very appreciated. Uh, love your intellect on all things football. Super excited for our team in 2023. If we get Aaron Rodgers, I feel that will really ignite the fan base and team plus really lure top shelf free agents. Yes, I completely agree. And actually I heard a rumor um, I saw it on the jet nation forums before I hopped on stream that the jets have stopped selling level 300 season tickets and they're only selling, I think between the 25s right now. I don't know if that's a standard procedure that they do, or if they're stopping selling tickets right now because they know something big's about to happen and they're going to jack up the rates after that. Um, so maybe they, the, the cheaper tickets on the outside, those are probably going to increase in price after we make a, uh, acquisition here and it could definitely be someone like Aaron Rodgers but dude Sky C I'm super pumped like the fact that we may have the best quarterback on our team since Favre funny that it's Favre's replacement um it would be absolutely incredible I've wanted to see good quarterback play in the Jets uniform for so long and to see our defense play the way they have it it's got to put you right up there in 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 contention with the super bowl. So I'm looking forward to it. The, the fan base is going to be electric. If we've been electric with like bad quarterback play, just imagine I you will not get me to shut up. <laughs> if we start like beating up on the, the pats and the bills and stuff, stuff like that. Oh man, I'm going to mouth off. I will be the worst person to talk to <laughs> if that were the case. All right. We got Brian hopping on Brian. Welcome to the cockpit. Let's see. Can you hear me, Brian? I saw.
1: Yeah, you, you can. You hear
3: me? Yeah, there you go. How you doing tonight?
1: What's going on, my man. First time I ever tried to get in here, and you got me in. I'm very excited. I
3: appreciate it, it dude. <laughs> What's on your mind,
1: bro? I've been thinking about all of this craziness, right? Mm-hmm. Joe Doug from day one has said he's going to build this team around the draft. Mm-hmm. Okay. So has he? Do we agree that he's done this? He's got yeah, it, absolutely ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Now, the capital to get a man like Aaron Rodgers on our field?
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Question: No, there's not right. I don't understand why these fans are like, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers isn't the right call." Oh, you know, Derek Carr isn't the right call. Who's the right call? Like mm-hmm. anything on the field now is going to be an improvement.
3: Oh, so, yeah. I mean, we had, what, th- I think Zach was ranked, like, 39th out of 39 quarterbacks, I think, is what the stat actually wound up being.
1: And then they say, J- Douglas is on the hot seat. Sal is on the mm-hmm. hot seat. I, they're building exactly what they told us they were going to build. We're at the watershed moment to get the guy. And here we Oh, are. yeah. I mean... Yeah, 100%. Had-
3: this is the moment, right? Like, if, if you feel... If your honest evaluation is that the New York Jets in the 2023 season would have made serious noise with a healthy roster and a quarterback, a good quarterback, screw the picks. Give them all up. <laughs> I don't care.
1: I'm Get honestly, me the quarterback. I'm, I'm like, so with it. I'm like, I, I mm-hmm. mean, Reese Hall comes back at, at three quarters of what he was. Mm. We are ready to go. We're just ready to go. I mean, obviously the O-line has been a problem, but... Mm. We're we, are we gonna bank everything on Beckton. No, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. ABT he's gonna come back. He's solid, man. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's a guy. He's a dude. He's gonna play. But mm-hmm. I, as far as everything else, I mean, Rogers, shit. You put him on this team, he's ready to fly. And I, I just hope if he does come here, he's like fully motivated and ready to go.
3: Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think he can definitely win an MVP with the Jets. I mean if you win with New York, you are going to have so much exposure. Like it is a completely different media animal than Wisconsin.
1: He's going to be a King in, in the city.
3: Oh yeah. And his attitude's not going to matter either. Like there's a little part of me that's like, Oh, well like maybe it rubs off on Zach. Well, like I'm already writing Zach off. Anything we get from him is a bonus. So like I don't care about the attitude. And if you're winning, no one's going to give a shit. Exactly.
1: And right now, I mean, listen, Zach Wilson, you could keep throwing his name around up and down. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is who he is right now. He's a kid. And mm-hmm. to stand behind a guy like Aaron Rodgers and see his work ethic and his, you know, his command of the team and the huddle and everything else is going to do nothing but benefit him. He's not worth mm-hmm. trading. going to give us anything for him. So,
6: mm-hmm.
1: you know, he's still a number two pick with a hell of a lot of talent. you got to give him a little bit of an opportunity to have a veteran like Rodgers get his ass in gear. And maybe by 25, if Rodgers decides to walk what do we got with this kid? I mean, I can't think there's anything bad that could happen from it. Yeah. This is like literally if
3: you were like so done on Zach and you're like, what's the only thing you might be able to do to reclaim Zach. It's sitting behind a hall of fame quarterback that he's idolized for two years while you go try to win a super bowl and have the entire team like ready and primed for playoffs and all that for when a quarterback steps in. Like that is the answer. 100%,
1: 100%, and we've seen the talent. We've seen him whip the ball around. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if if get his wires tight, oh, my God. I mean, to learn from one of the – and then mm-hmm. turn into a, a quality quarterback and then maybe evolve into something great, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever the case is, But if we can get two quality, crazy years from an Aaron Rodgers and then mm-hmm. hope Wilson or maybe get another veteran and then get rid of Wilson, I mean, what, what's the difference? But right now is huh? the time
3: to hit. Yeah, I totally agree. Got to take a big swing. Brian, thank you so much for the call. you bit a from the cockpit. We got Arizona Jet coming on next. Arizona Jet, how you doing tonight? Hey, what's up, Brian? How's it going? I'm hanging in there. What's on your mind? Uh, I'm kind of afraid that if
8: we wait to get Aaron Rodgers
3: and mm-hmm. Derek Carr gets traded
8: and mm-hmm. then we end up getting stuck with Jimmy G, that's going to be pretty disappointing.
3: Yeah, I agree. I My concern is... Well, I guess we have to see, wait and see what happens with Carr because if Carr hits the open market and you don't make any effort to go after him and then the Rodgers thing goes sideways, Douglas and Salah deserve to lose their job immediately, especially like if you don't get Jimmy G. Like Jimmy G is like the floor of yeah. where we should be. Like I don't... like. I don't know. I can see Jimmy G being the guy that is ultimately here. I think he probably has the highest probability of being here. And then Rogers, I would say is probably too. Um, you gotta get the quarterback. Got us.
8: I'm just, I'm just afraid that he's going to like do his like whole waiting thing and building his well, whole so thing you, up. And then
3: he's definitely going to, well, I shouldn't say he's definitely going to wait. I could see him making the announcement that he's going to come back and play. I think he'll definitely do it before free agency. If he's smart, he'll do it before carr signs because then at least other teams can make their their maneuverings and whatnot. Because if he waits, the team he's gonna get traded to is gonna lose that much more in draft capital because the the price goes up as there's more of an urge to to get him. So you won't have to wait till June first. I think that's I think it'll be a handshake trade that becomes official on June first, but I think we'll know where Aaron Rodgers is gonna be by the start of free agency.
8: Yeah. And, and uh, another thing, too, is like people are cutting mm. out Brady. What if Brady came to the Jets? I mean, a lot of people don't want to oh, see that. But. Dude,
3: I've I've talked about Brady to the Jets. I've been talking about Brady. Oh, I shouldn't say I've been talking about it. I brought it up like halfway through the season this past year and people like lost their mind on me. And I was like, look, I don't want it to happen. If Tom Brady comes here, one, I think he would be motivated because he wants to go against Belichick. I do think there's some poetic yeah. justice with beating our playoff drought with him and our patriot drought with him but if you win a super bowl which would be the ultimate goal if you bring someone in like brady the super bowl win would be more about tom brady than it would be about the new york jets and i don't want to win a super bowl that way yeah after waiting that that long to get one to have that happen to us would be so jets yeah i had a friend who was a
8: vikings fan and he said Mm -hmm. he refused to watch brett Favre in a vikings jersey and they were good that year so it's like (laughs) they were awesome you can, yeah, you guys I, almost oh, got to the Super Bowl. Like you're crazy.
3: Yeah. Well, look, I I guess that would be the ultimate comparison, right? Like Favre going to Minnesota, Brady going from the Patriots to the Jets. I I can understand. I, don't care. I, I, I don't, would 100 back there as long as we win. You know. Ugh, I know. I just that's the one for me that does it though. It's just like man, I just I don't want him. Anyone but him. <laughs> like really, no, like I, I hate understand Brady. how good it is. Yeah. I, don't I get know. it, man. I hate Brady, but, like,
8: man, if he wins us a Super Bowl, how can you hate that?
3: Yo, you being out there in Arizona, I want to get your thoughts on this. You think Arizona's tanking the 2023 season and going to trade Kyler after the year?
8: Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray, I think Kyler Murray was the reason why Larry Fitzgerald retired. Like, I don't think uh, Larry mm. Fitzgerald liked Kyler Murray, but mm. Kyler Murray was old. I mean, uh, Larry Fitzgerald was old. He was going to retire anyways, but mm. I think that relationship kind of went sour. I think Kyler Murray is kind of a diva. And he doesn't. I agree. Like, like he's like he wasn't playing. You know, Call of Duty. Over. You I know, don't mind him playing it, it Call like, of Duty. I'm,
3: I'm totally fine with unwinding like that. But the fact that the, the, fact is, that the GM the had is, felt the need to put yeah. in a study co- clause in his contract, you should have never given him that contract if you felt you had to put that clause in. <laughs> like that's you're no, giving the I dude two hundred million dollars or whatever. Me. like No, like, bad contract. Yeah, I don't know. Arizona Jet, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected you're from right the cockpit. All right, I'm going to rip through these last few calls. So we got Barber Jet, Carson, and then talking Jets with t You're going to be my last caller. Uh, all right, Barber Jet, you're up. What's
2: up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Jet Nation. I want to see Quentin Williams get his contract. And mm-hmm. let's get the Aaron Rodgers thing going. And then let's try to actually build the team and get whoever we have any money and left, like, you know have a plan here. Let's just not just do this and then figure it out. Like, let's do this and figure everybody else out. Let's get the numbers, right? Mm -hmm.
3: The best thing that could happen is Rogers says, I'm coming back. The Packers say, okay, we're going to trade you. We're going with love. And like, we know Rogers is here at the start before free agency. So that way we can re-sign our guys, create as much cap space as possible. Because then I think you can go to CJ Mosley and I think you can go to guys like JFM and say like, hey, we're going all in for a Super Bowl. We got two years, You you know, if you, we, we can't have the $21 million cap hit CJ. If you want in, we need you to restructure. If not, we totally understand. Best of luck to you in the future, but we want you to retire a jet. And I think everyone will restructure and they'll try to go for the Super Bowl these next two years.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking we have a 17% chance to win the Super Bowl next year.
3: Ooh, that's a nice number. I'll take that, considering we haven't had that high of a number probably since 2011.
2: It's about realistic.
3: Yeah. yeah. No, I would say uh, 17%. So what are the other teams? I guess you would talk, I would say, I don't know how the bills look next year with all the free agents they're going to have. That That's a little alarming for them, because I think that's when Josh Allen's money kicks in, and they're going to be in a world of hurt trying to win a Super Bowl with that right Definitely. now um but you got to think Mahomes, Burrow, yeah. okay. you know, the Eagles. I I'd, I'd put the 49ers ahead of us. Okay. Um so you got yeah, four I teams. Would, I would say, all I mean right. heck, think, if, if, even if you say two, we five. have an 8 8% chance, that feels way better <laughs> than we've had in a <laughs> very long time.
2: I don't know. Let's, let's see what other players we get to retain. Let's see what yeah, other I mean I think I think this offseason
3: is going to be a lot about retaining our own guys.
2: Well, he also has his uh, his Green Bay friends that he could bring over to the city.
3: Yep. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that works out. Like, does Lazard go for money, or does he want to follow Rodgers? Cobb would follow Rodgers. Bakhtiari would probably follow Rodgers, unless he got, like, a really big deal. There's a lot of really good tackles hitting the market this offseason. They're just all going to be way more than I think the Jets should spend on that position right now.
2: Yeah, we got enough guys. We'll draft somebody, mm-hmm. and then let's play football.
3: Yeah. I'm with you, dude. I just want to be excited. I Like, rolling into the season, like, dude, if we have the same defense we had this past year and you add Aaron Rodgers, how do you not pick the Jets as, like, one of the favorites coming out of the AFC?
2: It's got to be. Got to be, right? Well, they'll be one of the cool Madden teams, I'll tell you that.
3: Oh, 100%. I completely agree. Brother, thank you so much for the call. You have been ejected from the here. cockpit um i see ryan i just added you into the back end of the screen i'm actually gonna boot you my friend i'm sorry i'm hopping off at nine um so I'll, I'll hop back on another time with you uh i got carson coming carson welcome to the cockpit
9: what's going on ryan
3: not too much hanging in there what's on your mind
9: it's been a long time we haven't talked in quite a while um i know it's but, been a uh, few
3: weeks now i feel
9: it's it's been a little while. I have had some shit mm-hmm. going on real life shit, school and everything like that, you know. But listen, I can always put time mm-hmm. for you, Ryan. So uh. <laughs> so 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 three things I want to mm-hmm. talk about. Um, really quick. Um, I remember mm-hmm. last year we had a or wasn't last year? Yeah, it was last year. We had a heated mm-hmm. discussion about Kyle mm-hmm. Hamilton and how I was yes. pounding the gavel for Kyle Hamilton. Okay. Yes. Let me ask you: Do you think that Jordan Battle or Brian Branch would be a good pick at thirteen? Have you have you watched Brian Branch's tape this year? Safety from Alabama. I haven't.
3: I have not watched enough tape to feel confident in taking one in the first round at all. For me, right now, the the only positions I'm considering because I haven't done enough research, I'll I'll be honest, is one of the three tackles, and I like the TCU receiver uh, Johnston, the six-foot-five dude. See, I see.
9: See, here's the thing. With with Quinton Johnston, I see him Mm -hmm. more. He reminds me so much of Kevin White. A guy who's big and strong Ooh, but can't cut.
3: Interesting. He okay. he
9: reminds me. He I, I like. He's impressive. But he's <laughs> yeah. he's a big play guy. I, I don't see yeah. him as. I can see why you would like why he's an appeal for the Jets. Big body guy in you know mm-hmm. the red zone that we could replace Corey Davis with because at the end of the I day I wouldn't be Davis opposed.
3: Can't also a, a, a another spot I wouldn't be opposed to potentially tight end. You know what well, Max Meyer capacity. you're thinking?
9: Max Meyer from <laughs> Notre Dame.
3: I would look early, like I not necessarily like feel needed to, but like if I'm looking at a big body wide receiver, watching Kittle and some of these other tight ends, I don't mind pulling the trigger on a really dynamic tight end as a receiver. If like maybe you were thinking wide receiver already, like I'm, I'm I could because you're probably not going to have Uzama and Conklin after this year. You're, and are right, you going to only not- rely on Rucker?
9: not in this, dra- see the problem is is that I don't think Titan would be on the radar unless you're drafting late because you drafted Rucker plus you got two guys you just signed last year
3: well that's, so, that's just it, it's, it would have to so, be some, it would have to be like the receiver maybe the receiver went yes. before you and the tackles yeah, yeah. are gone or something, it's, it's like a weird so, scenario that that would happen, yeah, so
9: I'm, I'm big, I think I think the only weakness we have in our defense right now is free safety I think we also need a nickel, I think Michael Carter is really mm-hmm. good, but after mm-hmm. Michael Carter you're looking at a Brandon Eccles, and he's a mm-hmm. great, he's a good corner, he's a good filling corner, but I think we mm-hmm. need another nickel um you got sauce and dj Reed. those are locks i think Mm if kwan walks we need a linebacker with with Mm -hmm. quincy if we resign him and cj we need to rework his contract too and then we also and and, you know i was talking to this with my buddies the other day about it um Mm -hmm. if you look at everybody in the playoffs they have going from jacksonville up to now with the eagles and the chiefs Mm -hmm. all of these teams have that one guy off the edge that one mm-hmm. dude, that Josh Allen. You got Nick Bosa. You got um, mm-hmm. you got Fletcher Cox up the middle for Philadelphia. I mean, all these mm-hmm. teams in the playoffs have that guy. Bryce Huff is a speed rusher on the e- with around the edge who doesn't get a lot of playing time, which I'm not too happy mm-hmm. about. I think he's a good pass rusher. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have that guy who can beat a guy one on one. Like mm-hmm. JFM is good. Quinnen Quinnen up mm-hmm. the middle, yes, but I'm talking about around the edge. I'm talking about, I'm a guy that can bend around that edge. We
3: don't have one. Well, I think Lawson is getting cut to make way for Clemens, JJ and Huff. And I think we'll see what we have in one of those three. It wouldn't shock me if they take a stab at uh, another edge rusher at some point. Mm-hmm. But I would I would like to see more reps from Huff, Lawson and Clemens. Right. And then you already have JFM there. So I think you're you're almost done at edge rusher at least for this year. Um I agree it's a huge need, but if you're getting the – I think Quinnen can be our pressure up front. Maybe then – you know, maybe you don't need quite as much on the the edge rusher side as you maybe would have with maybe Lesser Town at defensive tackle, for instance. And then
9: really quickly – Carson,
3: go for it. Fire.
9: Really quickly. I'm sorry. Um, Were you surprised about uh, Kellen Moore being fired? Oh, I was kind of surprised.
3: I wasn't surprised just because we heard him. No, I don't think he was either. I I think – yeah, I don't really know oh, what shocked. the problem is with Dallas because like I, I, I like was Dak, really but the fact that he wasn't able to win with like a stacked line, running back, receivers, defense, like that—that that feels like an issue. I don't um, think so Dak maybe you either, changed. But I see. I would have signed Dak as a free agent. I wouldn't have a problem with yeah. it, but um, not for the contract he got. I would have done it honestly as a free agent. I would have really? done it at that. Yeah, at that point in time, I would have done it. Um, I think. Well, that was. Was that the? Was that last year? or Was that two years ago? Was that when we uh, took Zach? Was he, that the they or him, or I, Was the year before? I, I think I, I think they signed him the year after Zeke
9: got that ridiculous contract for it was in five years ninety for Zeke. I think he got it the year after. I
3: think he got. I thought he got franchise tagged for a year or two. I don't. I don't remember. Whatever. I. Uh, I don't think Kellen Moore was the issue in Dallas. That's why he was unemployed for all of five minutes before he got picked up <laughs> Honestly, by the chargers it <laughs> was
9: five minutes. yeah like
3: it, i don't think it's his problem i mean he's probably he'll be just fine he's gonna he's gonna coach up herbert he's gonna he's gonna be a head coach before yes, too long will. in this league I, I firmly believe that carson thank you so much for the call you've been ejected from the cockpit fabian i see your call coming in i'm gonna decline it because i'm hopping off after this call with Tigo. boys and girls we got T- talking jets with Tigo hopping on what's up brother Welcome. Not much. How are you?
10: Good sir. It's
3: been a while. I I know it's been all right. Well, it's not not been a while. It's been a while since we talked long, you know, a longer form as opposed to text message.
10: (laughs) Absolutely. No, yeah, like in in, I mean like a physical conversation between you and me. It's been a while. I'm gonna start before we get into the jet stuff. I gotta ask, how's Shay?
3: Yeah. Oh, Shay has been awesome. I I hope you don't mind that I threw you on the video.
10: No (laughs) just now. That's what I do.
3: Uh, the, uh Shay's doing great. She She's snoozing right now. She's starting to roll over. Now I can put her on the ground and she'll roll until she hits like a wall or something like that. She's saying like, mama, 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 mama. like she's not, not intentionally saying mama, but it's like, it's there. How's your son? Uh,
10: ben is doing, so Ben has just figured out that he can like really crawl, like really quickly. So now he's like <laughs> running away from us. And oh, like, wow. like he's starting to pick up on the timings of things. Yeah. yeah. So like he knows his nap is coming. And so I'll mm-hmm. go over there to like change his like diaper or whatever. And i will be like, no, yeah. I got to get out. Run. And like, <laughs> oh, all of these, what's happening? I gotta go. Um, but he just started as well the other day where he's saying da, 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 da. He's not oh, necessarily cool. figured out that like I'm da, da. But yeah, he yeah. just <laughs> recently started doing it. Um, that's cool. But like everybody's da, da. It's not like so. Mm-hmm. Like he looks at my wife and she's da-da, my dog is da-da, I'm da-da, my, my dad is da-da. Everyone's yep. da-da right now, and that's pretty cool. Um, it's fun. Yeah, it's so cool. To answer, just because it got me a little bit, uh, to answer yeah. the previous caller's question about mm-hmm. Brian Branch, Brian Branch mm-hmm. is a top 10 talent in this upcoming draft. Him at 13. Ooh, if we keep 13, mm-hmm. he is yep. everything that Kyle Hamilton was sold to be and was alive right Ooh, i wasn't a kyle hamilton guy <laughs> at all but brian branch is is mm-hmm. that guy he's all over the field if and this is a big if if we mm-hmm. fix tackle in free agency instead of waiting for the draft oh Just- man if we still have 13 because we didn't give it up for an Aaron Rodgers rogers trade it's brian mm-hmm. branch or bust he is that mm-hmm. good he should be a top 10 pick he is, mm. he's legit. So that was just my thing. Um,
3: Ooh, that's exciting. That makes me feel good
10: <laughs> that yes, there's other dude. options
3: aside from the tackles. Cause there's a oh, real yeah. shot. All three are gone before us
10: for me. even when it comes to the tackles, there's only one option at tackle and that's Peter Skaronsky. Really? And the only mm. reason is I'm not anti Paris Jones jr. I'm not mm. anti Broderick Jones. I'm not even mm-hmm. anti Anton Harrison. I'm anti Anton mm. Harrison at 13, mm-hmm. but the real problem is this None of these guys, these tackles, are going to grade as high as Makai mm-hmm. Becton when he's healthy or Elijah Vera Tucker when he's healthy. Both of those guys at mm-hmm. tackle, if mm-hmm. they all compete for the job at camp, lose out to both There's of no those guys. There's no way
3: AVT is going to compete at tackle. I would be Absolutely shocked if they is. did that. You think so?
10: Absolutely, he is. Why wouldn't he? He's
3: going to push. I guess because he it. wants the money, right? Like he wants Absolutely. to be. If he's left tackle, then it's like, hey, we're taking a guard. We're to, Like, forget it. You're not a guard anymore. I mean, maybe they do that.
10: I'm not like, again, I want Elijah Vera Tucker at guard. He is mm-hmm. best at guard. He is an all-pro, pro Bowl guard, and he's a, just mm-hmm. a really good tackle. But if you're Elijah Vera Tucker, where's the money? Mm-hmm. Money's at tackle. And so here's it's the true. problem. The only mm-hmm. one of the three tackles that can play any position on the offensive line is Peter Skoransky. Broderick Jones really? and Paris Jonathan Jr. can't bump in, or if they do, mm-hmm. it's going to look really awkward and be awkward for them, mm-hmm. where... Peter Koronski's played all five positions on the offensive line. He mm-hmm. was uh, he was recruited to Northwestern as a center and then played left mm-hmm. guard, right guard, left right tackle, left tackle, like in that order. He's insane, and so mm-hmm. for me it goes whatever ends up happening.
6: Mm-hmm.
10: You want to get a guy that can play anywhere on the offensive line, and I think Peter Skoronsky mm-hmm. is going to be a Las Vegas Raider.
3: So I'm really I worried. Think so as well, I, yeah. I agree. I think there's no way. He makes it to us. I think the Raiders are going to go with the tackle. I think the Titans are going to go with the tackle to replace Luan. And I think there's a really good chance that the Texans trade out with the Bears and the Bears get the 12 pick and they take a tackle at 12.
10: Yep. I see. Like, my thing is, is I also see the Texans just sticking at 12 and taking a tackle.
3: I could like, see that too. I mean, real like, possibility. Tunsil's they got a pretty a- high cap hit right now, if I'm not mistaken. Well, if He gonna- doesn't restructure.
10: Tunsil, they they should go to Tunsil and give him a blank check and be like, however much money for however many years. He's the only player on that team that's worth anything Mm -hmm. right now. And they need him. It's more the rest of the offensive line is really, really Mm. bad. And like, not bad, but like they just haven't gelled yet. And so Mm -hmm. you're telling me that you can get a right tackle and protect what we're all assuming is going to be your new franchise quarterback, right? Mm -hmm. So there is that. But the real reason I wanted to come in And have this conversation is because you mentioned it a couple of times where you said jimmy Mm -hmm. g is a real possibility and you think that so i wanted to Mm -hmm. pose a question sure does the does does the brock purdy of Mm -hmm. the san francisco 49ers that whole situation where Mm -hmm. purdy is a limited quarterback with a limited ceiling it was the last pick Mm -hmm. in the draft he doesn't have all of this wild talent none of that stuff him Mm -hmm. going to san francisco and running that offense just as efficiently as jimmy g does Mm. that not scare the crap out of you that Jimmy G was just a system guy in San Francisco and that it is Kyle Shanahan being the the offensive guru that we were all told that he actually is? Or is it Jimmy G's talent? Because that's what scares the crap out of me Mm. is that the New York Jets are, we're not going to end up with Rodgers, we're not going to end up with Carr, and we're going to end up with Jimmy G. And one, the injury concern already freaks me out. But the other Mm. thing is, if Brock Purdy, all of the limitations that he has in his game, can go Mm -hmm. there and win six games, two playoff games. Mm -hmm. And, like, if it wasn't for an unfortunate UCL tear, probably go to the Super Bowl. Mm
6: -hmm.
10: Like, does that not scare you? It terrifies me. Like, Jimmy G has officially been removed from my list because of Brock Purdy.
3: I would say it doesn't. Terrify me because if we're going with Jimmy Garoppolo, I feel like that's the worst case scenario I'm okay with. Like after Jimmy Garoppolo, you're realistically talking Ryan Tannehill. Like, I really think that's probably the option. Like, I think it's Rogers 1, Jimmy G two, Tannehill 3. As much as I want Carr, or like a lot, I shouldn't say a lot of other options, but like I would I think Carr should be who we go for, maybe if you can't get Rodgers. Um I just I see Jimmy G just making a lot of sense i see they i think they look at him i think the coaching staff feels comfortable i think they can say hey look when you've played healthy your team goes to the super bowl like you're healthy for 80 percent of the games if you factor out the acl tear the acl tear doesn't scare me like i hate when people say he's missed like some stupid crazy amount of games which i know he has but the acl tear is such a a lopsided skew of games that like I, fa- I think I worry more about, like, soft tissue injuries. Like, if he is consistently having, like, I don't know if it's swelling or, like, back spasms or something like that. Like, when I see, like, a foot fracture, that's not necessarily something that's going to, like, happen again. You know, a, a calf strain, okay, he missed a game two years ago with that. Uh, you know, he has the, I think he had the, the ankle injury maybe was against us, and then he missed it later on. That sucked but that was a a lingering injury all season long the year after they won the Super Bowl that they were probably, I would think, trying to get back, but then they lost like everyone. I think that was the year they lost like, was that the year they lost Bosa and like everyone to injury? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Everyone got hurt. So I don't know. If Jimmy G is our worst case scenario, I'm okay with it. It sucks because he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Derek Carr. And it probably means we're going to see Zach Wilson again next year. But like, it's better than going back to Zach Wilson.
10: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was really it. Just like I said, I've been I've been freaking out slowly and in my own head about the whole Jimmy G of the situation. Because <laughs> are I, you
3: concerned about Brock Purdy getting hurt, Brady going to San Francisco, Rogers going to Vegas, and then Carr going to like Carolina, and now maybe Jimmy G goes to Tennessee to go play with uh, Vrabel or something like that, and now all of a sudden you're like, oh no, what happens with Tannehill? And like, where else do the Jets go quarterback?
10: No, I think I think if Brady does end up going to San Fran or, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I don't think that really affects anything. I think Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers or Derek Carr are coming to the New York Jets. I'd be willing to say it at a hundred percent, just because mm-hmm. all of the places that have availability, like or have a need at quarterback, are either mm-hmm. going to be met in the draft. Like I think Carolina is going to draft somebody. Like I expect them mm-hmm. to go up to one to get one somebody. You don't hire Frank Reich with that team Mm. around him that's like just not ready to compete yet Mm. if you're not going to draft a guy to like go and develop him right like i Mm. i'm i'm willing to put that carolina is going to trade up to one and that will levis is going to be the quarterback for the carolina panthers next year just because wow i doubt frank reich is going to be able to look at the kid that kid's skill set and talent ceiling and be like you think they're going to take him at one Oh yeah, because they're going to have to get in front of Houston. I think ultimately I mean, he, he's
3: got really cool metrics. Like, uh, there's a lot of like the team around him was bad for sure. Man, it's, if you take him over Young or Stroud, that is a ballsy
10: pick. Yeah, I no, mean, but I think it might be the that, right move. But that,
3: that's a ballsy pick.
10: I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think Bryce Young. Bryce Young is quarterback three on my list right now. He's not I, QB one. And I would so, agree.
3: I would say Stroud is one for me.
10: Yeah, I agree. But the 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 whole. Measurables like you don't I think Zach think Wilson scares people blind. a bit,
3: like wouldn't like, no, why oh, would
10: I take leave is- Because coaches have egos. Oh, I can okay, fi- so he- fix Zach Wilson, like, if, if right. we were to trade Zach it's Wilson, th- it's those, those metrics, season, right? Yeah, somebody's gonna look at that, someone's gonna look at that pro day throw and be like, like, mm-hmm. he still has that, like, that's in there. What happened is Mike LaFleur and Rob Calabrese failed him, and part of mm-hmm. that's true, and mm-hmm. so somebody's gonna look at that and be like, oh, I can fix that. All of these coaches, offensive coaches, have egos. So I think sure. ultimately who the person who's going to get taken one overall is going to be Will Levis, and it's going to be a surprise to a lot of people because everyone's going to be like, oh, Bryce Young, Bryce Young. And I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. 70 pounds soaking wet, carrying his teammates' pads, scares <laughs> the crap out of me. You get a Matt Milano-type <laughs> rush up the middle, his career's over.
3: Going to break him in half. Yep. Tigo, thank you so much for the call-in, brother. We'll talk I again mean, I- soon. You have a great night as well. Uh, boys and girls, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed talking to you. Uh, I'm going to hop out. I'm heading to uh, to the bar. I'm going to have a drink with a few of my buddies that just got engaged. Very excited. I'll be back here tomorrow for the talking Jets panel. Myself, O'Leary, and Greenbeat. So make sure.
0: I think every single person in this locker room is a competitor at the highest level. So, yeah, when you feel as if your back's against the wall, you never have to feel like you got to do it by yourself.
1: Family
3: Under pressure, sacked by and Williams. Right side, has got it.
0: You look to your left and your right, you got guys out there with you. That, that our whole point is to help each other. This one, the Mims. That's Corey Davis climbing the ladder. To be able to go out and, and lead these guys, just to know how hard these guys work and how important it is to them, and then you get that chance to, to lead them Everything that happened that needed to happen for us, it almost felt like kind of like a sign, like get yeah, like a second chance almost.
4: Yes, extra pushes, running left!
0: Maybe a little extra
4: life breathing in the locker room. Touchdown, Chicks.